Assalamualaikum everybody I know I have not um, You know Used my anchor podcast ni To how I'm supposed to use it I've not been updating I'm so sorry Because I I don't know I still prefer Insta story To do all the ramblings Even then I'm not even doing a lot of it there So I just thought I'd do one Rand Well You know Impromptu episode In my podcast Just as a memory for memory's sake that today I stopped my youngest son, the youngest one so far, win him from breastfeeding. So it's gonna be an emotional one. <laughs> Enjoy. So, okay, Bismillah. I just wanted to let everyone know that I'm now winning Musa, my youngest son, from breastfeeding and it has been an emotional day. Uh, I guess I've been in denial because I've been putting it behind me um, from, you know, to stop him from breastfeeding. He's already on, honestly, so three years old next month. And uh, for my other two kids, they've stopped uh, breastfeeding also at the age of two, um, of course, two plus. And the convenience back then was that I was, you know, from Yusuf, I was heavily pregnant with Mariam. So to stop him was kind of easy in a way. I wouldn't say it's super easy because trust me, we went through nights that we had to, my husband had to drive him just to put him to sleep. And I was obviously, you know, Dasara pregnant in the third trimester waiting to deliver Mariam. It was getting very, very tiring to wake up at night and also tiring itself to breastfeed while I'm pregnant so when the baby comes I remember Yusuf stopped one week before Mariam came out and then subsequently I just continue breastfeeding Mariam and then when it went on also with Mariam for two years plus and then Musa is coming out after I think about a month plus or two months maybe so he had a lot more she had a you know it was earlier I stopped her earlier but when it's Musa's turn, when he hit two last year, I think it was more of my doing that I was in such in denial to stop him from breastfeeding because I'm going to miss this whole experience. And somehow me and my husband are taking a break from, you know, trying to uh, have another baby because it's, you know, it is a handful for us. And I think we both agree that we could use a break to get our lives, you know, together uh, and, you know, the whole haul of, you know, repeating the same routine for me. It's tiring, to be honest. It's challenging. I mean, I love it, but uh, yes, it's nice to have a break at the moment to now concentrate on them and myself and other things that I've missed uh, when I'm not just being pregnant and caring about the kids, minding the kids. So that's what we uh, decided to do. But instead of, you know, he's supposed to stop breastfeeding at the age of two because uh, as Muslims uh, in the Quran is mentioned that we can try up to two years of age if we can. And then we should actually stop. I mean, they don't need it anymore. I guess I would say breastfeeding in itself is a training uh, for us as that young to learn to let go 
of things in life, of good things. I mean, obviously, breastfeeding was the best for us. It is our food. Back then, when we were small, it was our antibodies. It was everything for us as kids, and uh, even you know, it was, it was a good thing for a child at that age. And we can't get a lot of good things too much in life. And that is a lesson for anyone who has to go through this at that age. To learn to be able to let go of the good things in life. And you can't have too so too much of it in life. You know, you got to move on. You got to grow up. You got to have to uh, learn new things and adapt to growing older, you know, more serious stuff yet more rewards too in a different way because you know you can't be breastfeeding all your life that is just for babies that is like the you know the peak of all enjoyment for a little baby but when as you grow older we know that there's a lot more other awesome stuff that is befitting for older people (laughs) so you can't have it all i would know because my son yusuf and mariam as well they would constantly at times come to me and miss, you know, my boobs. <laughs> if I were to put it so bluntly, lah, they would be like, oh man, I miss boobs. And then he will just, you know, nuzzle and kiss. And I, I totally, I don't really get it because to be honest, when I was young, I was told I was only breastfed for only two months and then my mom had to go to work back then there were no fancy um, breast pumps and everything so I was started on formula like the minute she had to start working probably not even up to two years two months so I totally do not get to imagine the whole hype of wanting to suckle my mom for a long time it is such a beautiful bond I will say it's tiring but it's a beautiful bond they, I do feel connected with my kids. I, you know, and then you know, obviously, studies will say that when they suckle too, and there's oxytocin release, and oxytocin also is involved with the feeling of being loved. So I guess I'm not getting that oxytocin that way anymore. <laughs> so I'm feeling, you know, days before going to stop this. I agenda get it in my head already. I have to do this before he hits three years old. It is good for him. I keep telling myself that even though, to be honest, I'm, I'm trying to convince myself really hard that it's good for him. Of course it is. But right now, I don't sound so uh, sane to actually really believe that. Because um, when I gave him, I thought I wanted to start on Monday. Of course, it didn't start on Monday. <laughs> so I gave him one more time and I decided to stick to it. I said, this is your last day in the, light, in the night. Okay, tomorrow we have to start and he's like, oh, okay. And then whenever I tease him before, like, say bye-bye to Boopy. Okay, my kids have names for my boobs, okay. <laughs> Macha, my eldest son, Yusuf, will call it Na. At first it was Ne. That was like a universal language for babies to want breast milk. Um, Ne. And then after that, he calls him Na. So, like, I'm sikit, two years old, he was like, I want Na. And then for Mariam... From now went to boob. She actually said boob, and then she added tea at the back, like boob tea, <laughs> like tea, you know, <laughs> like I want tea, I want coffee. <laughs> so this was her tea, so she called it boob tea. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but you know what, lantak lah. I'm emotional right now. I'm gonna share it because of my own memory. And if 
ever my children started to listening to their mom's podcast. And uh, then Musa also called that Bukti for a while until, and I was like, oh, you're not going to have your own name for it now. <laughs> but then he actually changed it to Boopy. Yeah, Boopy. God knows why. But that's why he would address it whenever he wanted. I want Boopy. And then whenever I get a chance to sit down in front with them after I'm done with my chores and they're like lounging or whatever they're playing in the living room, I would sit down comfortably with my coffee or anything. He would always come up and sit next to me and said, you know what, mom, you can't be free. can't be free and reading a book or playing with your phone. can't because I want Boopy. <laughs> he didn't say that, but he would always come that next to me and start asking for it so i can imagine that is very this is a comfort thing for all children i think to suckle on their breastfeeding right it's a comforting thing it's so easy to put a cranky toddler or baby to sleep or calm them down by just you know put this in their mouth and then they're calm to be honest it's like the number one problem solver for a lot of problems they have right now <laughs> so it's so easy that's why probably one of the things yang macam made me so hard to let go because it's so convenient to just you know keep him quiet that way keep him distracted that way and at the same time yes i actually it did cross my mind that i'm gonna now not have this feeling anymore should i not have any more babies after this this will be the last time to ever feel Someone, a human being, <laughs> a young human being, a baby, or a toddler suckling. And this whole experience of breastfeeding, that's it. This will be the end for it, right? So, it got, I, you know, I can, I can totally do that to myself. Put the whole drama and get myself worked up and emotionally stressed. And then I think that's what I've been carrying on. And I'm lambatkan the whole process. And until I had to do it, like today, I did it today. And subhanAllah, it was not easy. I'm actually crying. I can't believe I'm crying. I don't... Usually, I don't want to tell people how emotional I can be. But I realized because I want to do this. And I'm not sure if I'm going to edit this or not. I might not post it or what. But uh, I... You know, I've tried many ways with the other two before. It worked. Uh, probably it worked because there was a new baby coming out. So they kind of like realized that, ooh. Who's this now? <laughs> Why is this little one is now suckling mommy? Why is he having or she having boopy? <laughs> so now there's no one. So I found out there's such a easy way by just putting vinegar on my breast. Whereas, you know, you can't see anything. There's no color or nothing. Because I don't feel like I want to trick my child by putting stuff that makes it look weird and everything you know so i just put vinegar and i did tell him like you're not supposed to do this today remember it's last and then he was like no i want i want and then when he did try to breastfeed he straight away like go ill like yuck and then he was like you know smacking his lip like ill And to be honest, at that moment, I felt like crying on the spot. But I just hold it in and I'm like, what's wrong? It didn't feel, taste good, right? And he's like, yeah. And then he was like just looking at it and he was like, maybe I should try the other side. And then he did in the same taste, the same ill taste was there. And then you should see, oh my God, I don't know. Maybe it's me, it's just me. See his face, he was like, 
a bit disappointed that he's like he has no clue what's going on and I'm like and I told him maybe it's not meant to be anymore maybe you have to stop and he just said like yeah yeah and then he just went like yeah no boopy for Musa and I said yeah you're a big boy and I said yes I'm a big boy and he, I think he just stared at it for a long time and then I started hugging him I told him you want to kiss it and then you want to hug it and he's like yeah and then he just and believe it or not, surprisingly, he didn't throw any tantrum. Well, today at least he didn't. It's his first day. He just went like, uh, I'm a big boy, mommy. It's okay. I'm a big boy. And I'm like, oh my God. That got me so more teared up. But then I'm like, you're right. You're a big boy. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. And then uh, he just wanted to hug me. That was the breaking point. And then uh, I'm crying. I don't know. <coughs> God, this is terrible. Not my best voice, y'all. But um, he started just hugging me, cuddling. And I was like, are you alright? And then he was like, yeah. And he's just, you know, just probably trying to let that sink in. That That's it. You know, this thing is tasting weird now. Like, I have to stop. And I told him to say, like, say goodbye. Say, I love you. And then he just echoed, goodbye, I love you. And then he said, thank you, boopy. <laughs> and he said, thank you. And he actually suggested, like, maybe we can get a new one. <laughs> like, can you get a new boopy? And I'm like, how? And then he started showing other parts of my chest. Like, how about here? <laughs> and he tried to just kiss there and then smiled. Oh, God. And then and I was like, is it the same? <laughs> is that going to comfort you? And then he's like... Mm, and then gosh i don't want to tell this but there was um there's this um girl who's very good at minding him whenever we go to kids sports and gym on the weekend for mariam and yusuf's karate class so uh this girl is such a nice girl this auntie or kaka the pandai jaga musala okay she pandai jaga him when we're at the gym to the point that he he really likes her and then whenever we want to go buy donuts which is a weekly thing there's Dunkin Donuts at GMO he would actually want to buy one for her so he would have like eat with her at the gym so I can you believe that I don't know why I'm putting this but maybe just for fun lah, for the fun sake of it he actually told me maybe I did he was like can get new boopy at GMO and I'm like what? how? and then he was like he said it slowly and shyly by going, uh, at auntie. And I just <laughs> lost it. I just went, no. <laughs> and then he quickly hugged me and said, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He actually does that, okay? I just want to let you know. I can somehow, <laughs> I don't know what's the term my husband used. It's like, what did he say I used that? Like, um, blackmail my kids by going like, and then they would at that young age they know how to say like I'm sorry I'm sorry I don't do that anymore I don't know I thought it's normal but my husband was like Kasiyanya, how could you do that to our kids and I'm like what I just wanted to express my distaste or frustration that they should know when their mommy is not happy <laughs> but of course I didn't mean it in a serious way so I just went like no and then he was like oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no 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 and he just hugged me and I don't know what to feel back then but then no I don't obviously want to take it to heart but I did you know after he calmed down and he just wanted to 
play again because I was like I was shocked because it was like took it well I don't, I don't know I don't want to jinx it <laughs> but alhamdulillah so far he's taking it well he just went to play with his brother and sister and then I started texting my husband who is on his way to work I wrote a long whatsapp message and like explaining and reiterating what happened and I uh, was crying with all these emojis and telling him that he wants boopy from auntie <laughs> And then my husband actually called me on his way in to calm me down. That's how bad it is because I think he knows. He knows um, how I can bet, how distressful I can be about this. So he was calming me down on the phone and I was crying. And he was like, you know, he's just saying that because he knows, you know, you can get a bit jealous with that girl. I said, no, are you sure? Yeah, he knows that. You know, he's very good at manipulating you. That's why, <laughs> Musa, if you're hearing this, Daddy says you're good at manipulating me at that age. Okay, you're gonna be three this year. Okay, because <laughs> Daddy actually believes that you are that clever, or any of my children are that clever at getting what they want. So, I in denial, saying like, "Oh no, they're innocent. They don't know what they're talking about." <laughs> so. Um, he said he's just saying that and don't take it too hard. But I'm like, I'm not so upset about them him saying that. I'm just upset with the whole thing, young. That I'm stopping it. That's was, that is what the main reasons why I'm upset. I kind of upset. I'm just sad. Okay. It is good for him. He needs to learn to stop this. Of course, it is. Um, and then yes, I don't plan to breastfeed breastfeed him until like I'm bored of it. Oh, you know. Or until he's like, what, 10, 12? Because I know there are people who stop breastfeeding at that age. Uh, and of course, we know that there's going to be issues relating to psychologically psych- psychological behavior if you don't move on on the normal things that you're supposed to do in life. You know, in, in the Quran, there's a reason it says up to two years, you know, it shouldn't be more. And human beings have a tendency to either to do so much less. We're ten- we, have, we are... So, up, uh, vulnerable to do things that are in both extreme ends. Okay, I think I've shared this before. In anything in life, really, either we go to the extreme end where we don't do anything at all or so little, or we go to the other extreme end of doing too much, you know, over lah in stuff. And Islam has always been about moderation, being in the middle, because Allah does not want you to, let's say, even solat ke, do good deeds ke, jangan like over the top sangat, where you don't function elsewhere. And, and of course, he doesn't want you to not do any at all. It's just like, you try your best, stay in the middle, and shaitan will always want to sway us out of this straight path. Siratul Mustaqim, like in the straight path. Cik, sempat lah, cerita macam ni sikit kan? But yes, this is my podcast, I have to keep on maintaining that part of sharing. As well as making this my journal now. But I just want to let you know that so far he has tried asking and even tried to breastfeed about I think a total of four or five times. And I would put the vinegar first before he wants to ask for it. And he get the same reaction. The ew like oh god. He really wants that to sink in. And at nap time was kind of hard. I can totally you know, I can totally anticipate because the last two was really hard lah because they had, it, you know, it was, that time I was pregnant so, you know, 
more you know a lot more tiring and then they were like you know reacting up they, they don't understand why they have to stop and they were like only two plus you know this one da two plus plus and uh he's definitely cleverer and um he you know the other two that nap and i know that he would nap so quickly if i just give him the breast milk you know get him to suckle he'll be the first one to nap and the other two will take their time but now it's the balik and he was like sitting up scratching his head turning and tossing and there i was like trying to be okay with it all at the same time holding back my tears I was so tired in in the evening uh, at night time. I just started exercising, so I'm I'm really tired. And then of course, kena marah sikit like tidur lah. <laughs> and then he did sleep. He did nap. And I felt bad. And then I woke up. And then at night, he tried one more time because it was night time. And it's only natural that he knows he can get to suckle me when he's gonna sleep. But then he keeps reminding himself and saying, "I'm a big boy, mummy. No boopy for me. I'm a big boy." He keeps telling himself that, and I, I try to not cry or burst into tears when he says that, you know. And instead, encourage him and say, "You're so right. I'm so proud of you, Musa. My God, it's so awesome." But only God knows how much I'm feeling so sad. <laughs> I mean, he is a big boy. I'm happy. I should be proud. I am proud. As, as you all know, I have this issue. And then when, and when he slept, of course, he was tossing and turning again. And then whenever he come and hugged me, he would just feel like he just let out this sigh that he knows that he can't have. It. He's like staring at it, and he's like. And then he's like, "I'm tired, mommy." And I'm like, "I know, Zayan. You're you're fine. You're doing great." Night, ah, nangis. Of course, I cluada the tears and everything. And he's like, "I'm a big boy, mommy." And he's like, "It's right that you are." And then he slept, and I was like, "God." <laughs> yes, I'm crying right now because I think the moment I let go of him, I have this in my head. I want to do this podcast. And let my children know your mom is a wreck when it comes to letting you guys go. I mean, I don't know. This is not good. It's not healthy. But I'm just gonna let it sink in. Like you know, I'm gonna layan kanja for this time being. This is my first day, but of course I've gotta snap out of it soon. So I, I can only pray. It's not here for me. It's pray for me, not pray for Musa so much. He's doing amazing, mashallah. But you know, I hope so. But so far, he's setting a good, you know, example. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's more of pray for mommy, for his mommy. And uh, I can only pray that Allah makes this easy for me, and not to think so much about the whole letting go thing. Um, because. You know, people. You know, it was Mariam saw me crying, and he was. She was like, "What's wrong, mommy?" And I was like, "Nothing. I'm just sad that Musa is not breastfeeding anymore. It's not just Musa, but you know, the whole feeling of nursing child. And we've come to that age where everyone has to grow up, and they haven't even left the house yet, <laughs> like to go to university or get married. Oh my God, I don't know how that's gonna be." 
goodness, I'm not looking, you know, not gonna stress about it right now. Trying to enjoy life as much as I can. Enjoy the moment. So, and Maria was like, oh, it's okay, maybe we can have another baby. You know, let's pray for another baby. I'm gonna ask Allah to give another baby now, another baby girl. And she was, oh, she's such a darling. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, But if you ask me, if I... If right now I want another baby just to feed my problem of letting go any, I don't think it's fair as well. Because I know, you know, to be honest, it's not obviously an easy thing just to go through. I'm not that desperate yet. But at the same time, I understand. I miss the whole thing. I just have to learn to let go, you guys. I just have to learn to let go. And I just want you all to know that the bond is real. You might think this, my case might be the extreme version, or maybe it's not. It's just I'm sharing it with you, so you guys feel like a bit, like, weirded out. But probably there's mothers out there who who don't have to share on a podcast <laughs> or the Instagram. But they are going through something like this, and it's real. And uh, it's amazing because when I learned in medical school, the whole bond thing from breastfeeding, they put it there like as a fact, like a bullet form, like breastfeeding is good for them, high IQ, good uh, you know antibodies strong health and then they say bonding like as if it it means nothing but i think it's everything in terms of i mean why are we there to do it why does animals do it you know they know that this is their mom and you know technically okay lah, there's an argument that animals that tahu not what formula milk you know <laughs> but uh i guess we as humans also shouldn't miss out on why this is meant to be and i also believe allah is the most generous you know he's not going to tell you to do breastfeeding make you feel tired and give everything to the baby without a reward in it that you will experience from the whole process in the long run i believe so i believe that and inshallah i can only pray that it is coming through for me and my children but of course, everything has a moderate stance to it, not to be overboard. So I'm grateful. I just want to say that I'm grateful. I've been given a great, mashallah, a, a blessed breastfeeding journey compared to some moms who are struggling. Please don't take it wrong if you're listening to me and you're don't 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 feel bad or down and that I'm trying to show off or anything. Uh the God is fair to give us in certain areas, you know. In my case, Alhamdulillah my pregnancy I wouldn't see it like smooth sailing. Some people have that. Mine was not. But at the same time I guess I don't complain was because I told you before I'm a Magna Anna and I was deprived of it for a while, you know. I, I had miscarriage so after that, I learned not to complain so much as not being grateful, you know, because it's what Allah wants to give me and I wanted it. I asked for it. So when you start doing that in life, in any aspect, can you become a more grateful person? The, the burden is lesser. You feel it still. I muntah like terrible, but I don't complain much because it doesn't do me any good. It makes me more dreadful and weary of the whole stressed out thing from it. So, it's it's you feel it, but you know you just put it push at the back. You try to be optimistic, and then delivery. Alhamdulillah as well. I've been given 
the blessing to deliver them. I wouldn't say like Lampa was so senang. I felt the pain, but Alhamdulillah, you know, normal delivery. And this is how I want it. Some people won't feel grateful enough to be, you know, delivering the baby and both mom and baby is alive. Which there's a lot to be grateful for. But I would say my pantango was amazing. It wasn't all three of them. <laughs> so, you know, some people are like, oh my God, I had a great pantang. I'm so rejuvenated. I'm so ready for motherhood. So yeah, some people have that. I, I did not. And I also don't feel like sharing it because it's very sensitive. So much. Like, but I did, Alhamdulillah, have a great breastfeeding journey. They pemudahkan from the beginning. And I know of people who don't have this. And, uh, you know, we have, masing-masing have their own tests and rewards or whatever yang Allah nak bagi. It's not about, you know, being better than another person. So, like, even this, I know that I have to stop it. You know, I can't have a good thing for a long, long time. For Musa, for my kids, and even for me, I have to stop. And now probably, I know, inshallah, this will pass. Like every other thing, it always pass. Cuma whether or not, you know, it's going to be passed with getting better, it's a choice from me, from my side. Am I going to make it better? I'm going to all bring it with me and suffer and continue and prolong the suffering <laughs> on my part. Which I I don't think that's wise, obviously. I know it's not wise. All these things are facts spitting out from my mouth, you know. The brain is telling me, like, facts, not wise. Tell people that. But of course, you, you're in the end, it's you, your soul, your emotional state. It's a choice. You want to lie and can that or actually follow the facts. And uh, you know that this is good and I don't want to be a mother that, that is setting an example to my children that, I'm not handling well to let go of stuff and holding on to something too long because I don't want them to go through that trouble. If Whatever they see, they will, you know, it's a coping mechanism, learning mechanism. If that's how it's practiced in this house, then they grow up to have that kind of practice in life as well. Okay. So I'm trying my best. I'm not perfect, but uh, I guess... Can curse lah. The more tests that you are given knowledge to know of, you are put in more tests to whether you actually apply it or not. So yes, sometimes ignorance is a bliss for some people because manage to go through life, everything falls into place without them actually knowing that's how it should be done. Because Allah is just, you know, merciful, uh, but He's not gonna do it to every single Tom the inherit who doesn't want to learn anything. But I'm when you give a knowledge or so, it's either you become arrogant about it or ignorant about it despite learning. Bodo sombong, you know, you don't want that. Or it's a test for you to actually apply those things and hopefully hope for the best from God for a reward to go through all this and made, you know, dipemudahkan by Him. So yes, it's been day one. I don't know if I'm going to make a daily journal out of it, but I just want to put it here so that to any new mom, Enjoy your breastfeeding journey with your child. If you have problems for you know during your breastfeeding, please talk to someone, some prophet, get professional help. Don't suffer in silence, and you do what's best because in the Quran it says, uh, to give the child 
up to two years if you mampu. I mean, if you can within your means. It's not forcing you to give it for two years, like period. You know, every mother, everyone goes through different challenge. So the best you can. And of course, they list out the whole benefits of breastfeeding and the alternatives that if you cannot, this is the child's right to getting what's next from you, their parents. Okay. And we know that we're going to do everything in life the best that we can according to what Allah likes. And I've shared it many times as a reminder to me that what Allah likes is what we benefit from. You know, the fact that he said, I like you to breastfeed this child the best that you can. I give you the milk. I made it in your boobs from your blood. And I give antibodies to give it to this child. I like that you do this. He doesn't get the milk, y'all. You know that, right? You know, I'm not saying this to, to say that about God, but I'm just like matter-of-factly telling it to you. The things that he liked that we're doing, we are getting it. In this case, the child who can't speak to you when they're born that actually, mommy, I need your breast milk. I can't take all this other milk. And only a mother and father of knowledge of what Allah likes and knows what and doing in life what Allah likes and having this knowledge and practicing it is what this child will benefit from having parents like that. Compared to parents who are ignorant or arrogant as in knowing and don't care. As, as, you know, as I said, you can't choose your parents. That's it's why having kids is a test. And don't expect you know kids to just grow up and make you proud, make you proud, make me proud. Thank you, you know. I hope you're gonna make me proud. Sorry, sorry. I know this is, sounds harsh. I put the name and this is my podcast. <laughs> I I don't. Uh, I I'm I guess I'm that parent yang macam banyak. I don't put try not to put myself in the center of telling people that you know you're supposed to make me proud. Macam, no, I believe that. You do your job. Try not to obviously jadikan anak-anak you kings and queens. But at the same time, get it in their heads as young as possible, the best you can, to make Allah proud. Okay. Alright. We all have roles to play. They're going to do that the same to their children. So I'm not saying it's totally wrong to make you proud. Of course, you can't help feeling proud. Heck, we can't even... We even feel proud the fact that he looks... The baby looks cute. It looks like us. Yeah, we're proud. <laughs> pride... As we know it, this is, it comes from shaitan and it comes from iblis. Sorry to say that, but that's that's basically it. I'm not sorry to say it. Okay, I'm not apologetic about it, but I'm not. I'm reminding myself too the fact that we feel proud of a lot of things. Like they can walk, we're proud. You know, because we didn't even make them walk all the day, but we're proud. Uh, they scored something. We're proud. <laughs> Even though we send them to school. Yes, in a way, you send them to school, you choose a school, you pay for school. But the one taught them, the one who allowed him to be clever. It's not really like you going in the brain, getting it done. Anyway, I'm rambling now. I'm just saying. Uh, Yusuf, Maria Musa, I want you to know I love you. And that uh, you all are actually, by having all of you right now, I'm grateful. I am actually learning more things in life in this perspective of it all through all of you. And it's amazing. I mean, 
we are all tested from such early age even though at this age you're not you don't have responsibilities you know uh but it's amazing that psychologically you're supposed to learn to let go of the good things in life <laughs> it's not meant to last forever not here anyway on earth only to be stronger you know when you don't breastfeed anymore you're stronger you move on you're 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 bigger you can do more independent things instead of always falling back to something that comforts you you learn to handle emotions better it's amazing and i think it can explain a lot on a generation or someone that we see who does not handle stuff well emotionally this is what psychologists do they study the root cause of it all and thankful to Allah for the knowledge given to all this as well to know so it's amazing to be able to learn and see things in a different light from all this and we can only dua everything coupled with dua of course we have a tendency to feel like we're doing everything on our own we put the whole pressure of being great to on our own we do things i did this i managed to do this i made it out of this problem by myself but how that's such that's the same thing again the pride and arrogance that's nanya the one who helped you you can never do this if he didn't say you can and by you shifting that weight of greatness back to the one who deserves greatness the one who is great will make you inshallah you know more at peace and more humbling and relying more on himself and of course inshallah will be more loved by him because that's what we want and i pray god makes it easy for me and to all mothers who's dealing to the same thing and yes please enjoy your breastfeeding moments journey children i don't know how long we're going to live to enjoy this but make every moment the best you can count and you know Yes, I'm going to tell this to everyone and also to myself especially to not be so hard on yourself. Uh I do I do as in I, I am hard on myself. I mean I mar at them. I I beat myself up for being so angry, but you know, I shouldn't because that is not a way to raise good, you know, children i would say in my opinion when you give everything what they want you're going to raise poor children yeah you listen to them lah they're your king and queens bow down to every whims and wants from them but it hurts it's tough love it's tough love yep i think i rambled a bit too long so i'm just going to end it now thank you so much for all those listening please pray for me pray for my musa and all my family members as well uh and um yeah i wish anyone who has trouble going through this as well may allah ease you in this process and anyone going through any trouble at all as well may allah ease and help and guide us through our problems and may we always turn to him to seek help and guidance in our problems so i akhiri doa billahi taufiq wa hidayah wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh bye bye